Good evening, my dear listeners. You have had the misfortune of tuning in to the most terrifying show on the airwaves. Yes, my sweet listeners. Dr. Frightful grew the biggest pumpkin in the patch, then hid inside it like a Trojan pumpkin. It was the very same pumpkin you just bought for a jack-o'-lantern. You should have bought the other pumpkin you looked at. I had put 100 currency inside of it. But you didn't pick that one. So here I am in your house. Oh, how I've missed you, my dear listeners. Pumpkin farming is a truly thankless task, but I do it for you, because I love you. But also, I love to scare you. Your screams and tears sustain me, and I'm back to collect, like the pumpkin seed salesman who says I owe him a lot of money. But they will never see a penny of it, I'm sure of that. I have quite the spooky story for you tonight. As always, I beg of you, please, change the station. In fact, take your radio out back and like a delinquent on Halloween, just smash it like a pumpkin. Just go break your radio while I set this bear trap for the pumpkin seed salesman. Still here, huh? Our story tonight is a real spine tingler. It'll make your knees knock and your heart stop. Lucky for you, you could just clone yourself and make your clone listen to it. And then your clone can tell you what it was about. You don't have a clone, huh? Well, then tonight's episode will be really helpful. Well, not entirely helpful, but it'll still be useful. Maybe. Tonight's tale comes to us from Haitlin Polischuk, and is a cursed audio track from a cursed video on a cursed video sharing platform. I can't say which one, but let's say it rhymes with Blue Cube. It's one of those internet's creepy pastas that are so hip with the young folk. This video stream is truly the most terrifying type of creepy pasta. A do-it-yourself channel. <laughs> Make it was a channel that topped the search bars for a time, but as all things do on the internet, interest soon faded. And young Jennifer had to come up with a way to keep those views rolling in. By any means necessary. The algorithm is the true monster in this story. Don't you agree? Jenny had a great idea. Rather than take the path of the ridiculous, like many life-hacked or, or craft channels do to stay relevant, Jen dabbled into human cloning. But what does one do with a clone when they're done with it? How do you ethically dispose of your clone? 
This is a question that scientists are still baffled by even in 2047, when cloning is all the rage. Jen, in her infinite hubris, will attempt to answer this age-old question. A little warning from the good doctor. This episode does have a pretty grisly murder in it. So, have a puke bucket nearby. (laughs) Prepare yourself, my dear listeners. Dr. Frightful presents... Make it episode 75, Exiting the Clone Zone. (laughs) Hey there, DIYers, and welcome to another episode of Make It. Make sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode, and check out our website for step-by-step tutorials, behind-the-scenes extras, and merch. Last week we talked about how you can create your own clone using basic ingredients you can find in any kitchen or laboratory. And this week we're going to talk about how to safely and ethically dispose of your double. Just a quick disclaimer, this method is only safe for clones made from our verified recipe and does not include naturally occurring doppelgangers or shapeshifters. Our Our special guest this week is is my my husband, husband, Ryan. Ryan. Say hi, babe! Hi. Tell our listeners a little bit about how you're going to be helping us out tonight. <clears throat> well, um, firstly, I just want to say, Jennifer, I love you so much, and I hope that no matter what happens, you know that. Stop kidding around, babe. <laughs> Don't worry, DIYers, we have a totally solid plan that Ryan is completely on board with. Honey? Before we get started, let's rate last week's project. If you're new to the show, every week we rate our previous crafting project out of a couple key categories. First up, difficulty. I would definitely give this one two piece of cake emojis out of five. It's not the hardest thing we've ever done. Remember that arm knitting tutorial? That blanket took six hours and had to be done in one sitting. Talk about a project being less than a cakewalk. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Next up is usefulness. I give this five hammer emojis out of five. It has been so nice having two of us around to share the household chores. Agreed. This place has never looked better. And that leads us into our next category, which is aesthetics. I'm going to go ahead and give this a five out of five as well. Let's face it, we're super hot. Super hot. And Ryan is one lucky guy to have two stunningly beautiful wives around. (laughs) Lastly is expectation versus reality. This is a toughie. I'm really not sure what I was expecting out of this. (laughs) Well, it can't have been that much considering you were born literally seven days ago. (laughs) Don't joke like that. I made you, silly. Luckily, this very issue is exactly what this episode is about. Honey... I don't know if I want to do this, Jennifer. We talked about this. This is why we made a Honey, plan. I need you to be strong uh, and do this for me. This is my job. Me. I need you to be professional. So, so our, our first, first step, step is, going, is to going to be proving which, which one, one of us, us is, is the original. original. Shouldn't be too hard. Ryan has crafted a specific series of questions that only he and the original will know the answers to. Take it away, Ryan. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, 
what was the name of the dog that you had as a child? Pumpernickel. <laughs> Too easy, babe. What day did we meet? 3rd of December, 2013. Try something a little harder, please. What is your most embarrassing memory? Definitely when I practiced kissing my teddy bear and got my braces stuck. Mom had to cut it off my face. She isn't working. One more. Okay, uh, what is my most embarrassing memory? When you were 12, you skipped breakfast, fainted in gym class, and wet your pants. Annie Lazowski, your childhood crush, slipped on the puddle, fell, and broke her leg. Have you been coaching her? No, I swear, I didn't tell either of you anything. Why would I tell anyone that story? Luckily, we have a physical failsafe for just this reason. Ryan? Right, yeah, okay. Um, so, immediately after the cloning took place, while Jennifer's double was still disoriented by... new existence, we slipped into the other room and cut off a piece of my wife's hair. So, uh, you... In the pink sweater. If you could lift up the top portion of your hair so that I can take a look for that one short piece. You mean this short piece? Yeah. Thank God. What the fuck? So I guess that means that you, um, green t-shirt, are the clone. Wait a second. Sorry. So we have a few methods here that we have curated for you to have what we hope will be a relatively painless experience. First off, we've got this gun. Make sure you have a proper silencer if you're going to use a firearm for DIY projects, folks. We definitely don't want any noise complaints from the neighbors. I don't understand. How did she- Next is a pillow for smothering. The cushion we've selected is a standard size and stuffed with goose down to guarantee maximum comfort for both the clone and Ryan. Wait, you need to check my hair. there's this cyanide. Which has been stirred into this green smoothie. Both lethal and super delicious. Check the description for the link to our recipe or just search for it on the Make It blog. So, what will it be? Ryan, get away from me with that shit! Check my hair! Don't listen to her, babe. She's just trying to confuse you. I don't like this. Baby, please. I promise I've got that short piece, too. You need to check me. Sorry, that's impossible. Check my fucking hair! Okay. Honey, stop that. She's just messing with us. What? Oh, fuck. Baby, look at me. I'm not the double, I promise. It's me, Jennifer, your wife. I love you so much. You have to finish this. I don't know how she did it, but she must have figured out about the hair. She's the clone! You need to end this now! I... I don't know what to do! It's okay, sweetheart. I love you so much. Let's just take a minute and sit down and no. talk No! You need to finish out. this now, Ryan! My show has a strict ten-minute runtime. People are going to tune out, Ryan. If people tune out, it will affect our ad money. Shit. She's right, honey. You need to choose now. Look at me for a second, Ryan. Look at me. When we went out of the room to cut my hair, you told me you were scared. I kissed you on the ear, told you not to worry. Well, now we need to wrap this the fuck up, so hurry and put that thing out of its misery. That's not what happened, babe. You you cut my hair off and went back in to check on the clone, and I took the hair out of the garbage can and put it in my pocket to use in a flat lay for the blog. Look, I've got it right here. 
She could have taken it out of the trash at any time. But I didn't. Stop trying to confuse him. You remember, remember what, what happened, happened, sweetie? I know, I know you, you do. do. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm so proud of you, darling. You did just perfectly. Let's see Karen's fucking homemade candles compete with this. I'm gonna go make lunch. How does tuna salad sound? Oh, God. Thanks so much for tuning into the 75th episode of Make It. Tune in next week when I give you the absolute best no-mess, no-stress method for hiding a dead body. Thank you so much to our sponsors and patron donors for making the show possible. Have a great day and happy crafting! Wow, that was dark, even for me. That one's gonna haunt me for a long time. The disposable woman trope. Look it up. That kind of thing is no joke. You know what is a joke, though? Karen's homemade candles. Those things sound disgusting. I bet they're like pastel and in cutesy containers and smell like flowers. That is disgusting. I, for one, only use candles made from the earwax of swamp things. Something reliable and smells like a tire fire. I think I need to go shower in toxic sludge. That's better. I smell like death warmed over. You know, I had a video service for a while in 2012. I mostly did reaction videos and the like. The main problem was that people were so horrified by my true face that the skin melted off of theirs before they could even subscribe. It was a real problem. I tried to innovate by form, but... It never compared to good old audio. Like my mother used to say, You are a failure and I hate you. Uh, No, wait, um... I wish I had traded you to the Baba Yaga when I had the chance. Uh, That's not it. Oh, uh, you have a face for radio. Also, I wish I had traded you to the Baba Yaga when I had a chance. Ah, dear old mum. What a woman. It's hard to find someone like that anymore. Mostly because they've been hunted to near extinction. I really lost my train of thought on that one. You're probably wondering what happened to old Jen and Ryan. Well, word got out about the whole clone homicide thing, and they both were launched into a bottomless pit. Oh, really? 
The bylaws in their city were very clear on the matter. But did Ryan kill the clone and not his real wife? Or was it vice versa? If a clone has all the memories and feelings of the original, can one ever truly dispose of it ethically? Guess we will never know. Well, unless you finish your time machine. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for tonight, my dear listeners. Dr. Frightful has to go renew his medical license since it expired in 1897. <laughs> Remember, the Frytochondria is the haunted house of the cell. It has been a delight to chill your spines once more this evening. Remember to keep your doors locked tight and your curtains drawn just in case I, Dr. Frightful, come to your town. Especially if I'm looking for some new stories. Sleep well, sleep tight, and don't answer that knock on your mirror. Mirror you has nothing to say you want to hear. Good night. <laughs> now, where did I put my flux capacitor? Make It, Episode 75, Exiting the Clone Zone, was written by Caitlin Polischuk, directed and edited by Graham Kent. Featuring the voice talents of Jenica Greenkey, Andrew Taylor, Jenica Greenkey, and Graham Kent as Dr. Frightful. Tonight's episode had music composed and performed by Connor Brousseau. Dr. Frightful's theme and credit music performed by Connor Denemy and Joanna Arnott. Follow Buttered Ghost Theater on Instagram and Facebook for more details. Or email us at ButteredGhostTheater at gmail.com. Remember... That's theater with an R-E, not an E-R. Don't forget to rate us and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Our podcast is created and recorded on Treaty 6 territory and is the homeland of the Cree, Soto, Métis, Dakota, Lakota, Nakota, and more. We at the podcast will continue to do our best to learn more about the people who have been here since time immemorial and the agreements that we all live under, together. And we encourage you to do the same. Thank you, and stay well. Hey everybody, this is Graham, peeling back the curtain and letting you see into my recording studio. I guess you can't see into the studio. It doesn't matter. I just wanted to take some time to highlight a couple podcasts that are happening in our community that I think you should check out. So our highlight today is Latinas in Stone, which is a podcast put together by Elisa Campos and Celeste Nunes, and it's all about examining the Canadian experience through the Latinx lens. It is a fantastic podcast. If you love to laugh, if you love to learn, then you definitely should check out this podcast. Link is in the description. So check them out. Go search them right now. Um, while you do that, I will go back into the studio and continue mixing the next episode of Dr. Frightful Presents a Podcast. All right. Bye. <laughs>